Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Bass Football Show, the home of vendettas, agendas, and everything in between. My name is Hakim. Um, tonight, I'm joined by Kelechi. What's good? Joe. Yeah. And Franklin. A.K.A. Ramsey's son. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, tonight's episode is being recorded straight after the defeat to... Manchester City, so obviously emotions are going to be a bit high, and we're going to get to all that. But um, let's start with everyone's thoughts on the starting eleven, and I'm actually going to start here. When this first came out, I was uh, a bit surprised. There were definitely some things. There are some things that jump out. First of all, no Pepe, no Ozil. Those are obviously the two main talking points. But I'm um, curious to hear what you guys think. Um, Kelechi, let's start with you. Fam, that lineup was shit. I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to say it now. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a garbage lineup. Like, everyone's going to say, yeah, he, he, he set up to, to, like, to defend against City. But uh, don't we need to score? Like, what was the plan? How can you play Willock, Gwenduzi, and Shaka in your midfield? Like, where's the creativity there? I do not understand it at all. And don't get me started. Like, I know Mustafi didn't cause the goals, but why are we playing with Mustafi? Why is Mustafi in the starting eleven against Manchester City in the first game back? Why Why am I not seeing Pepe on my team? Like, we signed him for a reason. Why is he not playing? Like, these are my, like, these are my issues with the team. Like, you need a creative player. Like, I know Ozil is washed, but if you put two defensive, like, Minded players behind him. I'm sure that would have been much better than what they played today, quite <laughs> frankly. But if anyone no else wants to... No, yeah. brother. Nah. Um, obviously, I didn't expect Pepe to start because we're playing against City. We're going to be doing a lot of defending. And Pepe isn't one to really defend. He hasn't really gotten into the Premier League-like style of play yet, I guess. He's quite lazy, to be honest. So I didn't really expect Pepe to start. So obviously, he puts what he sees, uh, the people he sees as workhorses in the middle of the park. He put Willock, he put Guendouzi, he puts... Shaka is not really a workhorse, but he's, he's probably first, second, third name on the team sheet after Leno and Oba. So Shaka was definitely going to play that game regardless. Um, Guendouzi was supposed to be there to be a nuisance honestly. And I think he did that decently in the first few minutes of the game. But again, with this game, guy, we've seen this story how many times. We come to a big game, we set up, suddenly someone gets injured, someone gets a red card, something happens. That's... We've seen it too many times, to be honest. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, uh, Franklin, what do um, you think? I, I think um, I agree with Osai, um, basically with the, the not starting Pepe, it's the first game after a long break, and this was going to be a high-intensity game. I believe if he started, he would have gotten injured. Like, And it's as you can see, we already had two injuries, so Pepe getting injured would have been very devastating. But I feel like um, the back line, it was the best it could be, you know? Uh, and we could see that um, before Murray got injured, he was doing okay-ish. Um, 
I'm going to say I'm a fan of Luis, but he hasn't been good this season. So That guy is washed. I, yeah, I guess that's that's exactly... I think Ateta really made good... We'll get to um, that with Luis, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I think Ateta's starting lineup was not bad based on the team he was playing. Like, he actually made good decisions. It was shocking, decisions. no doubt. It was shocking. Yeah, but it was shocking. But the players, I feel like if there was no injury, they would have done the job um, they were out there to do... Um, I still think um I still think like the attacking the attacking four or three or whatever, like they, they didn't really do the best they could, but you know, it's Man City. So and my expectations with Arsenal is always very um medium bar. So I think I think they tried. I think they tried. Leno was obviously stand out, but I think the team tried. Uh, I, I I feel like anyone that knows Arsenal knows Arsenal cannot defend for 19 minutes they do they simply do not have the concentration bro you're that. always chatting these they have no bro it's true it's true yeah. like when have you when have you actually seen arsenal properly see, park the bus see, like no, and no, see no, and no, see no, it through like no, why we, would we, we we obviously can't defend for 19 like, minutes. That, that is not bro, their game the plan, the plan was i think to get city to overcommit, bro when you play deep like that the team starts throwing people forward you get one ball over the top, Oba gets onto it. We pop one guy, we sit down again. But sir, I think our Dom is making a good point because the Arsenal lack the concentration to do Fuck something like points. that. <laughs> but, but how can you like I feel like if you know we we watch Arsenal play, we know how they play. Like if you tell them to defend for 10 minutes straight without like what was it called making a mistake, it doesn't happen. I feel like at this point we have to come to terms with that and we actually have to go out and play our style of football. Like, okay, that's, why, that's why we're supposed to be having a new manager, bro. His, ten, his first 10 games in the Prem, bro, he kept four clean sheets. So he's obviously doing something sensible. And he didn't start Luis for a reason because that guy is brain dead. Um, yeah, we're going to get to David Luis, But, I mean, just round up on the, on the starting 11. I do feel like when when I saw that midfield, I know like my whole point to Ozu creativity, blah, blah. If you listen to Arteta's post-match conference, he said, I left Ozu out for tactical reasons. This is a story we have heard over and over and over again. From how many different managers? Ljungberg did it. So yes, there's definitely a problem there with Ozu. And you can see that Arteta was trying to go for working players in Mm -hmm. Joe Willock and Gwendouzi. Players who can run, players who can close down. So that was obviously the tactic. Um, In terms of the attack, I mean... When Arteta first came to Arsenal, he started with his 4-2-3-1. He played the players that everyone expected. He had his Lacazette, your Pepe's and everything. But I think now he's got to the point where, okay, yes, I don't appease the fans. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I think that was a reflection of his starting 11 personally. But so we're going to move on to the way the team performed. I mean, it's hard to analyze Arteta's game plan due to the way the match played out. Right. So we're going to analyze individual performances rather. Um, not to name any names, David Luiz, but <laughs> obviously there were certain performances that people did not like and people did not enjoy. Um, Kelechi, how do you feel about the various individual performances of our players? Okay, Leno, Leno was standout. He 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 bowled out. He he yeah. actually he actually played like so. That guy's top three keepers in Prem. Yeah, I, 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 I,
Exactly. Now Ooh. imagine imagine Leno now. He's done all of that and his players keep yeah. on letting him down. I do not understand it at all. Before I even get to Luis, what was what did Willock do today? Like you said, okay, he got played for tactical reasons. And I can understand yeah, when Juicy actually he was at he was at least like pressing, he was actually moving around. But what did Willock do today? Now nah, to be fair, Willock did press though. Willock did press and he was he he tried to keep the shape of the team. Nketiah did a job, but a few times where Willock was in was was gone in behind, Nketiah could not put the pass through. So like I think Willock obviously you can't expect that much from Willock against City, but in terms of pressing, in terms of being a body like in the right places, I think he was there. I think he did a job. I think okay, lineup wise, obviously yeah. Leno was standout. I think Baron actually did a decent job just being back from injury because obviously he's been he's been out he's had injury world, problems yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah all all season he looks he looks fit he looks like his brain is finally back because like before his body shape was completely fucked up like this mm-hmm. guy is going one on one and he's square with the player always getting beaten but now I think I think he's done some work improving that type of rubbish um Tierney looked good I think I saw some good sparks from Tierney He's, yes. I think, I think Tierney is the, yeah, I'll get to him. I think Tierney is the complete athlete, to be honest, <laughs> me personally. Yeah, but, I agree um, with that. I, I agree with that. Like he's strong, he's fast and he was, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. He, you can tell he knows ball as well. That's, yeah, he that, does. I, I he feel does like that's, that's an important thing as well. Like cause people, people rely on their athleticism, but some like, and you can just tell that's all they have to their name. They don't actually understand the game, but mm-hmm. And another player that I think played was Ceballos. Um, when he came on for Shaka, you could tell he was, for me, he was the only player that was actively trying to look for those runs in behind. He, That's when he really gets, crazy. I think he tried to look for one or two, but Ceballos, for the most part, makes sideways passes. Short sideways passes, bro. But what, no, he, that's, that's his normal game. But oftentimes, what I found during that game was when he gets the ball, you can already see Gwenduzi or... Or yeah, you can see Gwenduzi pointing to the CB, telling him to pass it back. And he before like he looks up, he doesn't do that. He dribbles and he tries to play forward. And for me, like that was that was very important. And like and we need more players like that, like people that can actually look up and they, they know they want to move forward with the ball, not necessarily sideways passing. Like oh yeah, you're yeah. taking possession, but like you're not actually moving forward with it. And I think that was the so main problem. Not you can't be a lone creator. Yeah, no, of course not. Of course not. Because he still, he still, like he still gets the ball, and sometimes you can tell he doesn't know what to do with it, and he's he keeps yeah. on turning, turning in circle. Yeah. That can be very frustrating. But I don't think he really did that today. I think Oba as well had a shit game. To yeah. be honest, he was very like quiet. he had he had no he had no service. Frank. Hello. It looks like we might have lost Frank in there. <laughs> okay. <Franklin. laughs> anyway, yeah, as I was saying, yeah, Oba had it. Right, so, um, yeah, I'm just going to continue talking. Yeah. Right, so, I think Oba had a dead game. Obviously, he had no service. He was... And to be fair, he's that type of striker. He's an Ikadi type of striker. He'll just yeah. play and score. Yeah, because so like really whenever, whenever, him. yeah, whenever he doesn't get the ball, um, you like whenever he, there's no service, he just, he doesn't. He's not the type of player like Kane that okay, if they're not getting the ball up top, they'll drop back and try. Right, and, like, he's never really part of the build-up. Yeah, at all. 
So I didn't really expect it from him. But obviously, I don't know, man. He had his shit game. He just had it dead. What, what do you think um, of Saka? I thought it was weird from the beginning seeing Saka playing on the right. Yeah, he, he, um, looked, he, he looked out of position there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he did get the best of Mendy once or maybe twice. Um, but yeah, he just couldn't do much. There were times where he, they put him, um, he got the ball in behind and he was in a position where he had to cross. And obviously, Saka's right is for only balance. He can't, mm-hmm. he can't kick the ball with that shit. So he, he really, yeah, he, he was out of position there. Um, Subwise, Nelson came on. Yeah, nothing. I don't know why. I don't, it, fuck it, off! No, no, fuck no, 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 Melzie created one, like one of the, the only chances Arsenal had that whole game. Oh my god, guys, you can dip here with that shit, man. I can't like you. Um, hold on. Due to unfortunate circumstances, we have had to boot Franklin from the podcast. He might be here in future episodes. We don't know, but <laughs> just putting that out there now. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, I mean, you guys have said most of it. Back to individual performances. I mean. In terms of what you said with Aubameyang being an Icardi-type player, I don't fully agree because, okay, maybe he's not one to fully be involved in the build-up, but that is more so because of the kind of ball progressor he is. He doesn't pass the ball well. But in terms of his work ethic, I mean, he does do a good job at supporting his left back. He does come back, but he's not really one to get involved in progressing the ball and that's one of the reasons you don't see him much the whole idea of playing him on the left i mean everyone has their own opinions about it me personally i still think he should be played up top but i mean we can leave that for another day but personally i do think he does a good job working back and helping out his left back um, yes I think he comes back he that. comes back he comes back that's facts he comes back but but when is actually time i'm to talking about when we have the ball yeah when, when, when yes exactly in building the attack he does mm. absolutely nothing I will, I will give it to him though. There were a few times this game where he was looking to make runs in behind and he would ask for the ball and ask for the ball and either the player on the ball is just too shit to make the pass or they just decide not to make it. And you could see him getting visibly frustrated. So it's just... And then obviously, Laka came on and... Man, yeah, game was like there was already a red card. Like yeah, to be honest, once the, once the red card came, the game was done. Yeah, yeah. And speaking obviously, of shout the red card... I mean, oh yeah, that was really good. That was really good. Ball. But anyway, speaking of the red card, um, the man of the moment, David Luiz. Um, mm. I think I have quite a bit to say, but I think I'm going to let Joe have his say first on this one. <laughs> so David Luiz here. That guy's a fucking donut. Oh my god. <laughs> That guy's not a footballer, bro. I swear to God, he's not a footballer, bro. He is not. He is not. Disclaimer, this is a PG-13 podcast. I apologize to all the kids who might be listening. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I actually actually didn't know that. So, I mean, I can't say it, bro. (laughs) Nah, I'm I'm joking. You know a PG-13 podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, obviously, like, if you've watched the post-game reactions, he came out, he owned up to what he did. As a person, I really, 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 really love David Luiz. Like, I love the kind of influence he's in the dressing room. I love how he takes players under his wing. Martinelli, obviously, was one of the players he's helped to settle at Arsenal. 
as well as a few other youngsters. So I, I love him in that respect. But as a footballer, like, come on, man. This guy does stuff that, like, it, there's no explaining that. The ball from KDB to Sterling was garbage. <laughs> the pass was garbage, literally. It's not what you'd expect from De Bruyne, but, like, yeah. look at... Like, this guy... That's something that somebody in Jess 3 would do, bro. Like, someone in Year 9. Is that what it's... Year 9, I Yeah, exactly. I thought of secondary school bro, when like, I saw that. On. See, come on. This guy is going with his knee? Yeah, they should... Tell, like, I actually don't see any value he's adding to the team. Everyone says um, experience, dressing room, blah, 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 but... Guy, he can come but, with coaching yeah, staff, guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, he can... like. Separation of concerns. If he's if we're, we're getting him for the dressing room, let them hire him separately for that. I don't want to see yeah, him. Man. I don't want to see him dressing room affairs. I don't want to see him on the pitch no, because pitch, I don't understand. He's, he's a con artist as far as I'm concerned. I don't. Oh like, God, bro! How can how can a player? How can you call yourself? The guy should go and cut his hair as well, bro, guy. Because yeah. since Baron cut his hair, Baron's been moving exactly. That's like gonna cut his hair. Like he's been hiding on that oh experience, experience. But we never see that on the pitch. He makes the like for someone that is that, that old and has played that many games, why are you making rookie mistakes? At like at this age, like you should know better. I I really don't understand it at all. Like and then I the was, second I, one, obviously, I think the red card was a bit, a bit rash, a bit, a bit mm. like I think it was it was bare, bro. Like the punishment was a lot. So obviously, mm-hmm. I that one is on the ref, man. It was a pen. Yeah. Wait, why? Do, why? I, it was a soft. It was a soft. It was a soft yeah, foul. But soft that's 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 definitely a pen for me because he's the. No, like, no, that's no, it was the pen. Card, Sorry, that's a red card for me because he's the last chill, man. Chill, chill, he's chill. He's the chill, last chill, man. Chill, that's, chill, a chill, 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 like, chill, that's a chill, clear, that's a clear like goal scoring opportunity. There's no guy, but guys put their hands on people all the time running into the box, guy. First of all, Maris is a bastard. He's lucky I've not seen him in real life, guy. <laughs> bastard. Wait, what? on the red card, I want to hop in here. Um, there's there's a new rule that has been introduced, the double, double jeopardy rule, mm-hmm. and yeah, it says if you made a genuine attempt to win the ball, then all the referee has to do is give a penalty, but a yellow card rather than a red. So the question is, in what draft did Luis did did he make a genuine attempt to win the ball? Because of yes, he obstructed a clear goal scoring opportunity. Yeah, there you see. So if you did not make a genuine attempt to win the ball, then it's a red card. Then it's a red card. Sorry, like, yeah, for Speak. sure. Red. I don't care about all these English people are speaking. <laughs> That's not a red card. It's the rules. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But, but, but let's see. Let's, let, not, let's even leave that. Let's talk about Luis and his inconsistency because why is he... Why does he... For, for Arsenal, he's received a red card every 13 games. He's considered a penalty every six point five. Six and a half, yeah. I don't understand. That's, that's crazy. Like, that's do you know? Crazy. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Like, what kind of what kind of player did they sign? And no. I feel like looking at this, like, why would you still like? I feel like there's conversations about giving him a, a one year extension. I need them to dead that immediately. <laughs> immediately, like he should. He's done. Like I don't see it. Like they can. Like I said, they can hire him separately for whatever it is. Director. Yeah, the dressing room. You can have dressing it. room guy. Maybe <laughs> dressing room captain or something like this. You dressing can, you can have it. I don't want. Like, to, nah. I don't want to see him on the pitch again. You know what I would tell you though. I'm happy this match played out the way it played out because it makes Arteta's point to the board for him. Yeah. Everything that happened in this game, straight based off individual mistakes, guy. 
Like he would literally, he can carry this tape to the board and say, look, I simply need better players, bro. I need better players. This has nothing to do with tactics. It has nothing to do with, I just need people that have sense, like people that can play football, bro. That's it. So, I mean, hopefully this game will be will be a step in the right direction. But David Luiz now is finished as a footballer, bro. Yeah. Maybe he can go to Brazil, start playing playing for River Plate or something like that. Because <laughs> he'll sell jerseys there and stuff. But now nah, River Plate, River Plate is Argentina. <laughs> my brother, my brother, that concerns him, bro. That concerns him. Anyway, wherever, should just be, wherever he goes, he'll be all right as long as. So which team is in Brazil now? His boy is Boca Juniors. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, 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 that's also in Argentina. Guys, stop, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. Are you See, any, any, South, any popular South American team, just from the onset, just think, just automatically put them for Argentina, not Brazil. That's okay. Brazil is seems like Flamengo. Yeah. When you when you should go Flamengo. You know my point, sir. You should go Flamengo. You should, <laughs> should go Brazil. <laughs> should go Brazil. I mean, I mean, just round up on David Luiz. I mean, you guys have said it all. The the main issue here is yeah. One of my guys tweeted, um, "Black Lives Matter," and I said, that <laughs> "My life definitely does not matter <laughs> to that." That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, as I was saying, like everything I'm saying about David Lewis, the, his inconsistency is clear for everyone to see, and for the fact that Arsenal even bought him, I mean, that that goes that's a deep rooted problem. Like, I feel like when you look into the finances. Involved in that David Luiz deal, twenty something million. Oh my god! Exactly. Like, I mean, I know like Raúl is in charge and he has quite a lot of agent friends. And as in questions could be asked as to whether this was just a deal that benefited his agent friends. I'm just giving Raúl a few seasons. I'm just giving Raúl a few seasons before I confront him for the bastard that he is. He he should (laughs) continue. He should (laughs) continue. Oh god. Uh, On the subject of Raúl, I mean. I think next we should discuss the structure of the team and where we could see improvements in the window. Um, I think I'm going to start on this one. So I think it's pretty obvious where the problems lie in our teams, and that's in the center. Mm-hmm. Center, including the central defense and the central midfield. Our center back pairings, I mean, there's not much to say on that. Like, if you watch football, you know, we just need to buy center backs that is it bro now, we have like eight problem. center backs on that team okay. yeah boys say yeah offload yeah, but they, they all need to go offload at least four and, and, sign, and sign two and sign two new center bro, backs bro, we, need, bro, we need to send two listen, new listen, listen who is going to pay for those center backs in this bro the, with the money with the money yeah. that was it called you, you can I'm sure you can offload okay actually now that I think about it you're offloading dead weight you're not going to get a lot for any of these you're not players. getting anything for any of them Maybe Mavropanos will get sold to that second division German team, maybe. But like, that guy is dead. He's not bringing any bread. Who's buying Luis? (laughs) (laughs) Send it to China or MLS. Socrates, who's buying buying Socrates? Socrates is almost 40 years old. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like him, I feel like we need to talk about him because he's been hiding behind fashion for too long. And exactly. And, exactly. And, and because 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 he's like the better CB of the of any center back he's paired with, everyone automatically. Are you mad? Mustafi is better than that guy. I swear to Almighty God, Mustafi is better than him. <laughs> but people give him a pass too easily, and I feel like he, Mustafi, Luis, they all need to. Even Holden is on fraud watch for now. 
I don't like yes, they, they, can stay, they can stay for now, but those three, these three CBs, they have to go. Like they have mm. to go. And, you know um, what's crazy? I actually think I actually think Mustafi has a future at Arsenal. Uh, no. But but I can't bring it up now. Mm. I think mm. I think no 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 no. I swear to God, I actually think the reason why he's been so shit, right? Obviously, he makes individual mistakes, definitely. But under Unai guy, the defenders had no protection. Literally none. Bro, yes, Mustafi yes, was, and hold on. Mustafi hold was, on. Wait, let, shut up. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafi, yeah. Mustafi, this Mustafi is the most did. uncivil podcast I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, sorry. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Mustafi played a huge role in that Unai's 22 game on beating wrong guy. Mustafi played a huge role. So that was the beginning mm. of Emery's time. But obviously, when Emery Ball got into his head, he started playing how his coach would expect and how every other player started playing. Guy, rubbish. So, yeah. I don't know. I think I think he does. That's a World Cup winner, guy. That guy has a future. Hey, I don't want to hear that. That World Cup winner. <laughs> I, I don't, because I can call um, Abaloa is a World Cup winner. What, like, what, what's my business with him? Do you know, my point, my point is, I can I can call trash players that are World Cup winners. Like, it's not, it's not by what fantastic for Mustafi I think he has a future at at Arsenal if you get him if you at least maybe not as starting centre back but as a as a substitute he guy plus mentally that guy is too strong man guy the guy's yeah I can't lie yeah he's he I can see he's he's received enough slack but it's not like it's not like he's is like it's justified so he has to for me he has to kind of just deal deal with that like he sometimes sometimes he's escaped good but like Let's be honest. Like whenever, whenever Mustafi is playing, you feel like there is an error waiting to happen. Let's be honest. Yeah, bro. When you have people running at you every second, bro, and the fans are always on your neck, guy, you make mistakes, bro. You will. But why? Are the, like, why are the fans on his neck? Because he was making these mistakes. Like because before. nice shit. Because I live with <laughs> my Emery, guys. Emery's fault, guys. Emery's fault. Like I, I feel like yeah, at least like two two new centre backs are definitely needed because I can't add uh, including including or excluding Saliba. Uh excluding I more. think we need to sign one. I mm. think one. Yeah, I think we need one more. Yeah. And I think obviously at this stage I'd say Omakano is to Fuck off! Yeah that guy is shit. That, that, he's, he's, not, not, he's not he's not shit. He's not shit. He's not shit. expensive. He's not shit. But for his price, garbage. The yeah, guy is, he's not worth it. For his pr- come on, he's just a two. He just uses both feet, guy. That's all. Apart from that, he's he's error prone as well, guy. I don't I don't want any defender that has mistakes in him, guy. Nothing yeah, like me, that, me guy. too. I've, I've had I've, I've seen it, I've seen enough of this type of players. Yeah, like... guy, bro. <laughs> and plus, if we're going to be starting Saliba, I think the second defender would have to be someone who's experienced, like. Youngest, I'm willing to accept. Twenty-four. Okay, yeah, twenty-four is out. What do you guys think of Pablo Mari? Should we sign him? I don't know enough. Uh, man. Yeah, he's like cool. he's... he reminds me of he reminds me of Pear guy. But Metzaka could for me, <laughs> Metzaka could read the game. Like when when he came to when he came to tackles and actual positioning, like he was always in the right place. He won, guy. That's what made up. That's what made up for his pace. But I don't know if Murray yeah I don't know exactly I don't I don't really know if Murray is is that type of player and if he it if does he seem like Arteta trusts him more than Luis though 
Yeah, so we'll, I, I feel like best name is just to give him time. And actually, yeah, sign him and give him time. But I still Sign him? Want, Why? We can't give him time on the loan. He's like right now, like the, the loan is almost done. Like he's almost he's, like he's injured as well. Yeah, so, yeah. And nah, we don't know how long nah, he's nah, he better recover. The guy better recover. I swear to God. Okay, what other positions do you reckon? Well, um, we hold on. Before you guys wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before you guys continue, um, I think it's important that we look at our center of midfield. Yes. Yeah, I, whole, I think that's Arsenal's biggest problem. Everyone says the center box, but I think our our midfield, like the center of the park, is our biggest problem, bro. Like, there's no for me. I've, before we get to like the fact that we need obviously a defensive player, I just think there is no midfield that are really like does it for me attacking wise because yeah no. why 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 does why is Ozil still the highest chance creator on this team when he's when he doesn't like play that much why does this you know like, what's crazy let me tell you let me tell you what's crazy about this Ozil situation like I don't blame him I really hmm. don't blame him at all so if you see when Ozil was producing the most was when he was with Santi yeah because Santi can evade pressure bring the ball out play the forward pass to Ozil, and all Ozil has to do is find one striker that will pop. And there's just... Santi leaves, right? There's yeah. no... We have no one like that anymore, bro. Ceballos was supposed to be that type of player, but... Yes uh, and no. Yes and no. But, like, DPs, we had to find the defensive balance with playing Ceballos and Ozil. Which is, like, now that... Now, now that... If you see, before the, re, before the, the COVID thing hit... We were playing Xhaka Ceballos Ozil and it was working yeah. out because Ceballos was giving more defensive responsibility and he's kind of press resistant. Yeah. So he gets out of tight spaces, all those pieces, and he can play the forward pass to Ozil. And like that, we were playing better. But when you play something like Xhaka Guendouzi Ozil or Xhaka Torreira Ozil, bro, Ozil has to come back to the center box to pick up the ball. Yeah. And, and Ozil is not the type of player that can run with the ball to like the edge of the box and pass it off like he just can't it's not his pee so he cannot mm. eat like he's not eating good with that Even he's also on the dec- like, he's also on the decline as well exactly so, he, so a player on the dec- like someone as old as him declining like he's not one to be running all around the pitch bro you have to pair him with people who would like bring out the best parts of his game even when he played with sanchez Sanchez could go back, pick up the ball, do all the running, give mm-hmm. the ball to Ozil. Ozil gives him back or gives someone else to score, bro. So, like, mm. we're not playing to Ozil's strengths. I mean, obviously, we'll play him and when he now plays dead, everyone... Yeah, everyone, everyone, yeah. So he's, he's like it's just target. dumb, man. It's, it's very silly. I, I, people just don't watch football, man. They just don't know what's going on. Arsenal's I team. mean, regarding Ozil, I think the issue is... He's first of all, he's past it. He's not the player he was before. When Ozil first came to us, I mean, he was that person that he he couldn't just pass the ball, but he could carry the ball and drive. He has lost that yard of pace. He's not as quick as he used to be. He he doesn't seem as slick as he used to be. I mean, he just seems yeah. like someone who is. You just give him the ball and he plays a pass, a quick yeah. one two. At, at this point, to move around. Yeah, much. he's a luxury. He's a luxury player at this point. Yeah, like, exactly. Let, let, let's just put it that way. That's why I yeah. think the two. Arsenal should sign two midfielders, Partey, Grealish. I feel like, but this, Grealish, those, they, yes, they, that those those caliber of players. Um, I can't. Are, can, are you going to pay for Grealish? Look, realistically, yeah, I think Arsenal should sign Thomas Partey, yeah, and a centre back for about twenty million. 
financially that could work. But I mean, if we can get an attacking midfielder on loan, that would be a bonus. But I think realistically, we can only look at a CB, a cheap CB, and a good DM in Thomas Partey. Yeah, but I feel when you look at the way, do you guys know this baller Ihataren? What club? Nah. I think he's at PSV right now. What 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 style of play does he or what's the style of play? Uh, he taps he plays like kind of like in Ozil's position, but uh, he's just a baller. Yeah, any 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 player that's creative for me, please. Yeah, he's a creative please bring, please bring bring them in. The player. Um, actually well, hold on, I'm gonna jump in right now because we are running out of time a bit. Okay, 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 but okay. um, finally on the topic of our central midfield, all I'm going to say left is that. We have a massive problem in midfield. We have midfielders who are not excellent at any particular thing. We have no ball progressor. <laughs> we have no one to shield the back four. Gendouzi, who was playing as a defensive midfielder tonight, he's the Arsenal player who gets run past the most statistically. So <laughs> we definitely have a big hole there. There's no one who progresses the ball. We have Dani Ceballos, who he tries his best, but he, oh, his limitations are quite obvious. Yeah. And we have to get rid of him. Snail. We need to find someone better. Exactly. So we, we have no players. I think we can learn him for another season. I think. We can uh, I mean, if we're learning for another season, we shouldn't even pay one million. I mean, all we should pay are his wages, maybe only half of his yeah, wages, because yeah, I think it's not I worth think it. If we can learn him for another season and play and get party and get mm. Sobo's life. I need him. The thing I really love about Thomas Partey is he can cover ground. We yeah, do not have yeah, a midfielder that yeah. can cover ground. We have yeah. no legs in midfield. That's why the back four is always so exposed. He also plays up top. He plays like he plays in a ten for Ghana sometimes. I think. Yeah, so, like party, party. Can also perfect. Perfect. I mean, Mikel Obi played ten for nine. So. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> party is your your proper box. He's not. He's not like a traditional like. Oh, sit, sit just in front of the seat. Yeah, he, sits, he goes, he, he goes up and down. down. Yeah, like so. I feel like he is the perfect profile for an Arsenal team that is lacking in both departments. And but to be yeah. fair, if you pair him with Xhaka, I think he would not do badly at all, because he can cover the ground, and Xhaka will just sit and he can be spraying his passes. That's true. Yeah. I think they need to sell one of their strikers though. I like either Laka or. Well, we are running out of time, so finally, I'm just going to ask both of you quickly, um, Kelechi, where do you think Arsenal is going to finish this season? Well, on the last pod, I said Arsenal was going to finish sixth, but I might, I might revise that a bit and just say eighth, just because wow. I don't see them doing much. Have you looked at the fixture list? Yeah, why? A lot you... of the people above us are still playing each other, though. I'll yeah, say right now we're five we're five points off off fifth, no game in hand obviously. Mm-hmm. Spurs play United next. I think Spurs still have Sheffield. Spurs still have um, maybe Liverpool. I'm not sure. Um, United has a few tough games as well. So I mean honestly, I think we I think we're definitely going to Europe. Um, if City's ban is upheld. I don't know, man. My whole guy. I'm just praying, man. I'm just praying that maybe Ja will just do something for us and we'll go to champs. Just please, just, you know. champs. But champs, man. Obviously, because if if fifth place is a champ spot, man, maybe Ja will just run some our players who play like Russia played in their World Cup, guy. 
Well, that's all know. the time we have for you today. Personally, I think Arsenal will finish sixth. Um, more on that next week. But goodbye from us at the Bias Football Show. And we will catch you next week after Arsenal 6, Brighton nil. Thank you.